I'm so glad you're joining us for this episode of Street Soldiers. I'm your host, Lisa Evers. You can find me and follow me on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, at Lisa Evers, official and verified. In this episode, we're taking on an issue that we've been hearing people talk about in all quarters, all areas of the country, and even beyond. It's who can use the N-word. Is it a racial slur? Does it remain a racial slur? Because it sure is being used that way in some places. Or is it a term of endearment? Is it a, a slang term that people use that does not have the negative meaning anymore? That's what we're talking about with our panel. And joining us for this episode of Street Soldiers, Word Spit the Illest. He's a hip hop artist from East New York, Brooklyn. You've seen him featured in a variety of hip hop platforms from Double XL and also mainstream television shows like America's Got Talent. And he's working on a new project, Top Secret, that's gonna come out in the spring. Word Spit, thanks so much for being with us. Thank you for having me. We really appreciate it. Also joining us is Hawk Newsom. He's a New York-based community activist. He's also the president of Black Lives Matter in New York. Hawk, great to have you on. Thanks for having me. Thank you so much. Also with us is Frank Harris III. He's a journalism professor at Southern Connecticut State University. He's also a documentary filmmaker with a new film called Journey to the Bottom of the N-Word. And he's also a columnist for the Hartford Current. Frank, I want to start with you so that we all know what we're talking about. Okay. We're not going to use the N-word out of respect for everybody who you know may find offense to it. In terms of the N-word ending in E-R and the N-word ending in A, are they the same word from what you've been able to find out? Well, I believe it's the same word. I know that there are distinctions made today with the A at the end symbolizing to many people a term of endearment. And uh, I've spoken to a lot of people, and they will also say that this is something created by the hip-hop artists, the rap artists, uh, adding the A to it. Uh, in my research, however, I've found that the word with the A on it has been around for as long as the ER has been around. So it's not anything new. Um, I kind of think of the word as being the same, um, as having the same meaning in my respect. I don't use the word in, in either form, unless I'm talking about in the context of, of talking about the word itself. And the discussion, word spit the illest, you're from East New York. Yeah. You can't go anywhere in a lot of cities, including New York, on the streets, on the trains, you hear people talking, yo, my N, like that. Yeah. And it's just, it's a very, it's so, so common in conversation. How do you feel about it? Um, You know, I'm from East New York, and, you know, I'm a young person at Hip Hop, and we use it as, uh, we do use it as a term of endearment. It, do, it does be like, yo, my was good, you know what I mean? But also at the same time, like I have to check like some of my white friends when they used it, you know what I mean? Cause I'm like, listen, you can't, it, this, is, this, this isn't for you right now. This isn't inclusive to your, to your struggle right now. This is, uh, this is about me and how I interact with my, my people of, you know, of a certain skin tone, of a certain background, Afrocentric people. And that's just how I feel about it. Hawk, what about you? Do you, How do you feel about the N-word, the way it's being used in our culture right now? Uh, I believe that the word is our property. We own it. It's our privilege to use it with one another. I don't think that any person from any other culture or race has the right to tell us when and how to use it. Would I like to see us move forward and pass this word? Yes. Uh, as, as a man who's engulfed in the community and engulfed in this movement, I believe that black people need to rebrand themselves. 
in a much more positive way. Lately, you've heard a lot of brothers call themselves beloved, uh, king, queen, brother, sister. I'd like to see us uplift each other with our vernacular as opposed to using a word that's kind of sketchy. But at the same time, there's a unity in using the N-word. We Frank, use what, 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 what uh, about that? I, I, I mean, that may be true among some brothers, and I use the word brothers, and that's the word that I... Um, I kind of like that word you prefer better. That. I prefer brother. I said, well, instead of my in, my brother, my sister, and that's what I grew up. I'm older than both of you, I'm sure, and I grew up in the late '60s, early '70s. That's what we heard. That's my brother, my brother, my sister. Um, I was on a radio show in in Connecticut once, and a caller came in and said, "We earned the right to use that word." And I said, seriously, I don't think, um, there's a lot of things that black people in this country have experienced over the years, over the centuries. And the right to call each other the N-word is not something I'm going to hang my hat on. It's something that I want to be. You don't think that's progress? I don't think it's progress. I think it's, I think it's um, regression. In, in, in my view. That's my view. But what about the, the situation we're at now? And the, the reason we wanted to do the show is because we've all heard people who are not black, who are not African-American, using the word because they hear it in hip-hop. And then where do you draw the line? Hip-hop, as you know, Wordspit is international. The culture is very diverse now. A lot of a lot of our, our, our black artists from the United States make their money in other countries where they perform in front of people that may not even speak English. And they have, as as Frank had mentioned in the past, the they think that this is a this they think this is a cool word to use. Yeah, it's so hard because it's like, you know, I like personally me, I try to keep my music a little positive or just, you know, reality based. And like one time I was at a, like Kanye a Kanye concert, you know what I mean? And then you know, obviously he used the N word, and it's like a row of like Indian people next to me. It's a row of Spanish people next to me. It's a row of white people in front of me. And he's like, uh, I think he has one. I forgot what song it is, but he it's just like, yo, everybody say uh, and it's like well, everybody say it's in the song. So right. it's like, how do how do I take that that it's that it's in a song? Do I take it with a fence or do I take it that hip hop has become so vast that people are people actually want to be this but then but how would you take it as an artist because let's say you you know you'll make it to the point where Kanye is you have a big hit song like and in Paris was for him Facts. and you you have a, a, a fan base that is extremely diverse that's supporting your music supporting your movement and then you see people of different races different ethnicities um, different colors using that M word in your song. How do you feel about that? It's such a double edged sword because that, that, like, for them just to know my music would be amazing. But then to know the pain that, you know, that word inflicts, it's like, damn. Hawk, what about that in the in the music? Because some some of the artists have African American artists, yeah. hip hop artists have spoken out and said, listen, if it's in the context of a concert or a club, and they're singing along with a song, or you know, or or, or with the uh, with the lyrics or the rhymes, they it's okay. But in casual conversation, it's not. I mean, realistically, the way I present myself, I don't care where I'm at. People don't feel comfortable using that word around me. Okay. Uh, like you have some people, you know, some white people who try and use the word and just see how you know, 
No, don't use it. It's off limits. Period. Uh, you walk into some of the bodegas, and 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 you know you have our brothers who are Yemen from from Yemen or other countries, and they hey, from the Middle my East, word from the Middle East, like hey, my no, um, no, that's okay. not for you. We have to check people. Like I said, this is Facts. our property. Like we have to check people. We have to let them know. And I understand it's in the music. It's there. Like I said before, I would like to see us move away from the word, but this isn't something that you're just gonna snap your fingers and have it go away. It can be phased out over time but but right now no i'm no gonna keep it a thousand word. i don't know if i really want the word phased out like as as much as like they're trying to phase out like slavery from like the history books this is a reminder it's, it's, it's kind of like a reminder that no this this is existed Fr- frank what about that <laughs> and so we got a lot to there's say so just, many things just, I and, can and guys we'll just jump in with um in, in the beginning of my my documentary film, I I, I have words coming across the, the screen and saying, um, um, it's a slave word. We rattle. It's a link to our past, and it's it's a slave word. It's what what white men, what white masters called black slaves, and it was the N word. And the black slaves imitated their masters and called each other that because that's the word that was used. That's what they would describe. And you say there's as, no erasing that history. I mean, things change over time, and I understand the context of endearment and so on. I mean, I once used the word when I was a teenager growing up. I mean, I used the word despite being called that word with stones thrown at me. I, I used that word despite being spat on by a little white boy who could barely talk. Um, but at some point, I said, it doesn't make any sense. Why am I calling myself or calling other black people, allowing other black people to call me that word that hurt me and that I don't want any white person or anybody else who's non-black to call me? And where do you, and we got to take a short yeah. break. Hog, we'll come right back. Um, and where do, you, where do you find these rules and who writes these rules and who accepts these rules? And what about all the, the incidents that have been happening lately? to African-American men where you have teens who are not black, not white, but from, from different countries testing testing out whether they can use the word and being insulted by it and being hurt. We're going to find out what our guests have to say. This is Street Soldiers. I'm your host, Lisa Evers. We'll be right back. New York City, it's Miguel. You're tuning to the Street Soldiers with Lisa Evers. Real people, real issues, and real politics. Only on Hot 97. Welcome back to Street Soldiers. I'm your host, Lisa Evers. You can find me on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, at Lisa Evers, verified and official. Don't go for the bootleg pages or sites, please. And uh, in this episode, we're talking about a topic that so many of you have come up to me on the streets and said, Lisa, you need to do another show on this. You need to talk about this. And this is the N-word. We hear it everywhere. Some people are using it. Some people still don't use it, no matter what the circumstances. And then there's a whole big gray area in the middle of pitfalls where if you do use it, if you repeat lyrics, you can get into big trouble or insult somebody when you don't mean to do that. That's what we're talking about with our panel right now. Joining us, Wordspit the Illist. He's a hip-hop artist from East New York, Brooklyn. He's been featured in a variety of platforms from XXL Magazine to mainstream TV shows like America's Got Talent. And congratulations on all that. It's really great. Thank you. Thank you. Good to see the New York rappers <laughs> doing it, you know, making moves. Also with us is Hawk Newsom. He's a New York-based community activist, and he's the president of the New York chapter of Black Lives Matter. Hawk, thank you so much for being thank with you us. For me, we appreciate it. Also with us is Frank Harris III. He's a journalism professor at Southern Connecticut State University in New Haven. He's also a documentary filmmaker. His film is called Journey to the Bottom of the N-Word, and it's starting to get a lot of attention. And he's also a columnist with the Heart 
Hartford Current. Let's talk about this issue of the teens, what you described with what happened to you where a Middle Eastern teen said, yeah. use the N-word to you thinking it was okay because he wasn't white. How did, where does he find the rules about that's not they, cool if he's new to the United States? What they do is they hide behind hip hop. They say, hey, it's the culture. I wear these clothes, I wear these kicks, I, you know, I, I, I carry myself a certain way, so it's all right for me to do this. But I, I want, you said something about rules. So I, I want to make this extremely clear. I want to be as unambiguous as possible. The rules are written, written by the establishment, by white America. White America tells us to forget racism. They tell us to forget slavery, but they don't have a problem with us degrading ourselves. Actually, records are pumped out into our communities with us track after track degrading each other, degrading our women, speaking out, glorifying violence in our communities. However, you don't hear derogatory marks about homosexuals. You don't hear derogatory. Well, no, that's not Hawk. That's no. Not. What I'm saying is, it's not broadcasted over every station. Yeah, but it's not white. It's not the whites in power that are forcing blacks and hip-hop to use the n-word but for a long time these people were historically in, control of these in, the, record in the era of slavery but i'm talking about in, in 2017 when record you can labels. make your own music you can make your own music on a laptop yeah and create a career off a lap you know off a laptop the music it's like it's the culture is controlling that well when you train a dog right Sometimes you just have to call out a word and that dog will run and carry out that task. We have been conditioned, we have been brainwashed to think that this is the way you make money. This is the way you have fun. Right now we have to re-rebrand re, ourselves. Like I said, we have to rethink the way we carry ourselves. That's how we get away from this. There, there are rappers out there, uh, Kadir Latif, there, there are people like Tip, there are people like Nick Cannon who have come out and made positive messages with their music. Without a doubt. We have to set that trend make that the new norm but they're not the ones that the 18 and 19 and 17 year olds are following and making well, my, into my huge thing stars is this with hip-hop i don't think it's I, I, like i personally don't think it's wrong to use the n-word in hip-hop because like it, it cool we have some people that are definitely negative but you have some people who use it that's in a positive light Nas used it for most of his career like you got Kendrick Lamar that uses it you know what I mean it's just really about it'd be I guess, hard to find a hip hop artist that yeah, doesn't you, especially a, like it's, gone, it's really hard to find a, a hip hop artist that I doesn't thought hip hop was based in originality I thought we created waves I didn't know that we followed waves Can't how are we, we following waves because this is what everybody else is doing. Who's doing I don't, something I don't think, else? I don't so think are you saying people, no, but you, you feel like nobody should use it? Like Frank says that this word has been dragged in the chains of slavery or dragged in the past is being dragged into the present. Yeah, I mean, th there was, um, I interviewed this guy in San Diego, the barbershop, black barbershop in, in San Diego. And I have a picture of him in, in my film. And he's got his fists raised and, and behind him are his uh, ancestors. And he says that... Um, it's it's N I G G A is N I G G E R. It's the same, he said. It's it's you're trying to turn a negative into a positive. You can't make that into a positive. That's his view. I and I kinda agree with that. But let me just say uh, one other thing too. Um you mentioned about the guy from another country wearing the clothes and so forth and that he felt that he got the culture and that's maybe why he felt he had the right to say it. Well, I got a um on one of my blog sites, I have people submit their experiences with the N-word. And I got a, uh, a, a letter, actually an a, a email and a picture from this brother, this black man who's teaching uh, at an American school in Turkey. And he says, all of the students there think that 
N-I-G-G-A is the official name of black people because, and he said, how can he blame them? Because that's what he turns on the radio, he turns, he gets the music, he sees the, right. the shows. He believes that that's the proper name to call black people because that's all he's been taught. That's all he's seen. And that's from us. Now, we got the producers doing it and so forth and, and marketing it. But that's black people saying this word repeatedly. Now, whether it came from the hip-hop artists or from the community back to them, it's been nourished and cultivated. And so uh, it, we have to take responsibility for that. We have to own up to the fact that we're the ones keeping the word alive more so than white people. Who's I, keeping the oppression alive? Though? Well, we're being treated like the N word more so than anything. So we're, why wouldn't we identify with why it? Would those we call of us, us be, who are not in, in, in an enlightened position where they could say, "Hey, I don't identify with this. I am more. I am king." But I then am why queen. keep using the word? <laughs> we exactly. can't just move away from it. Why we not? Have to, it has to be a slow integration. Right now, I have a, a, a campaign going on throughout New York City, teaching people how to vote all over again. Okay, and I'm using kids to do this. It's about re retraining. It's reprogramming people. These things won't happen overnight. Everybody wants immediate gratification, but that's not going to happen. Let me ask this right. question. Um, you used the word, right? You used the N-word? You used the N-word? Yeah. Occasionally. Okay. Um, you use it a lot, right? I don't know if I use it a lot, but I use it. Well, let me ask you something. Could you stop? stop anything <laughs> could you stop using the n-word of course you could go a day without saying it yeah two days I can go a whole You sound like getting a little slower if your response is bad. There's a, there's I, a movement I got, I got a different kind of willpower. Once I stop something, I could just stop it. So so what you're saying then is that you could stop. Now if you could stop, why couldn't other other people stop saying? Why why couldn't we why couldn't we make an effort to say Hawk, call your what, brothers? Okay, brother? what about the professor's think, point? What about the professor's point? Because let me just in, let me just inject a note in here. We all know how the culture works. We uh -huh. all know how American culture works. Change can happen instantly attitudes can happen instantly things can go viral instantly we've seen stop the shooting we've you know we've seen examples where neighborhoods have gone a certain number of days without having any violence mm -hmm. that type of thing why not a day without using the n-word and see what happens what but, do you think about okay, that if you chose isn't that sending a message to everybody it would but you wouldn't be able to pull that off in a day what? Okay, you'd have to plan that months ahead because you'd have to spread the word. Right. You'd have to raise awareness. You'd have to teach people, right, right. Professor? You teach? Yes. You'd have to teach <laughs> people why they shouldn't use this word, why they should move away from the word. But wouldn't that start the discussion? What do you think about that, that Professor? I, I, I think we, we tweet something, call your brothers, brothers, call your sisters, sisters, stop the N-word, or, uh, you know, respect yourself. Now, again, I understand I'm an older guy, I've been around, and, and my view is different from younger people's view, but uh, there are a lot of young people young black people who also don't like the word and don't like calling each other that word and i'm and i'm not in any way disparaging those who use the word as i said when we were off camera i don't take it personal uh but i just think we could do a lot better with ourselves it, words and names matter what we call ourselves and what we call each other it matters um and, and I think that's important to think about and, and to remember. 
All right, so uh, words, you say words are important. What we call ourselves is important. We're going to continue this discussion. This is Street Soldiers. I'm your host, Lisa Evers. We'll be back right after this. Yo, yo, what's up? This is me, DMC, and the place to be. And the only place for you to ever be is right here listening to Lisa Evers on Street Soldiers. Welcome back to Street Soldiers. I'm your host, Lisa Evers. We're talking about the N-word. Are there new rules for who can use it? Or is it still the same and people are just confused? That's what we're talking about with our guest. Joining me, Wordspit the Illist. He's a hip-hop artist from East New York, Brooklyn. You've seen him featured in a variety of platforms from XXL Magazine to mainstream TV shows like America's Got Talent. And he's working on a new secret project that's going to come out in the spring. Thank you for being with us. Thank you for having me. We really appreciate it. Also with us is Hawk News. He's a New York-based community activist and president of uh, Black Lives Matter of Greater New York. Hawk, great to have you. Thanks for having me. Thank you so much. Also with us is Frank Harris III. He's a journalism professor at Southern Connecticut State University. He's also a documentary filmmaker with a new film out called Journey to the Bottom of the N-Word that a lot of people are talking about. And he's also a columnist for the Hartford Current. All right, I want to get down to some basics. Now, we're talking about society in America as if it's black and white, and it isn't anymore. The fastest growing group, one of the fastest growing groups in America are biracial and multiracial people. So who decides if you're half black and half white, but you have a light complexion, like a Jesse Williams, can he use the N-word? He's black, yeah. I feel like anybody that's black can. I, I just, I just draw... I kind of draw a line when people deny like the heritage. Like I know most, uh, you know, most some of my Latino brothers deny that they have, you know, Afrocentric lineage behind them, and they just want to freely just be like, in blah blah blah. And I then I gotta kind of look at you kind of weird. Because Wait, so if somebody like, Latino uses it, the N word, you don't like that? No, I don't like when they deny their heritage. What he's and then saying, they what is he saying? What is he saying is, if they acknowledge their Afro-Latino roots, then sure, use the word. But if you only, you know, if you're not acknowledging the blackness within but you, but how then do the you know if somebody l- just limits. says, "Hey, my N on the street," how do you do that like a quick record check to find out whether or not they're acknowledging their that, Afrocentric that, that roots? Would be, how do you do that? Well, maybe you need to run a G check. Maybe you need to ask them. Maybe you need to ask them where they stand and how they feel about the issue. Well, and every Frank, Latino what, Frank, what does not I'm have just, I'm, I'm just being. I'm, I'm just keeping it out there. I mean, Latinos from Mexico would not have the Latino roots as someone maybe from Puerto Rico or, um, uh, you know, somewhere like that. So, I mean, I, what you're really getting down to is really skin complexion, I think. You're looking at the color the color of this. Now, that's not to say a light-skinned black person versus um, an Hispanic who is, is, is my mark white on the census report because most Hispanics in, in the census will, will race which first, you know, provided as an option, chose white. So, you know, there's, it's not necessarily... Well, what what about people from all the different countries, like the no. Middle Eastern right. countries, yeah. the immigrants? What, what about them? You got offended when a, when a man from Yemen used the N-word with you. Yeah, because... If he had been black, America, uh, African-American, would you have been okay with that? Yes. What about, okay and what about it. if you use the word with somebody who's from Africa now, uh-huh. who's an immigrant from Nigeria or from, from Liberia or one of the other countries and doesn't want to be called that at all? That's his prerogative. Right. You know, I'm, I'm, because at that point I'm offending him just like I'd be offended if someone called me something that I want right. to be uh, 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 called. Now, we have a congressman in New York City called Espinot, Congressman Espinot. He's uptown. Washington Heights. He Adriano Espaillat. Yes, yes, yes. He just tried to get into the Congressional Black Caucus, 
and he identified himself as Afro-Latina. And it was a big story all over the pe- papers. Now, we have Dominicans in this city who are just as black as me. Right. And the programming of the oppressor, I'm going back to that establishment, which says, hey, you, we, I believe in Pan-Africanism. I believe in black liberation. So I don't care where you are in the world. If you have African roots, you're my brother and my sister. However, the oppressor wants us divided. So they say, hey, you're Latino. You're not like the rest but, of these but black people. But if the people. N-word was used in the past uh-huh. during slavery, which nobody is disputing at all, blacks, whites, all uh-huh. historians, uh, uh, correct me if I'm wrong here, Frank. No, if right. that was the tool of the oppressor, why continue to use it and create confusion and create dissension among people? Why, why, why continue to use it? Why doesn't anyone have a problem with the word boy? They call grown men boys. Now people refer to themselves as them as their boys. Professor, I'd like to ask you that. Okay. Well, no, first answer, I, first, yeah. I, first I, I, want, I want you to okay. answer what I'm asking you. Because, is it, why, continue, why continue to use that? Is it, you, can, can you, you can never take the history away from I, it. You can't, but we have taken something that was deep, dirty and disgusting we remixed it and made it something that's popping that's lit that's that's us our culture right now the problem is it's our culture and we have to know when to code switch we have to know when not to yeah, use there's it no what book that you, there's no book you can download about when to code switch about just, when well, when to use this who the, can use this I mean, if you're a quarter latino and you like african-american culture can you use it is that okay I mean, it's it's all about appearances it is now, now that's just like I do a lot of work with kids, right? And a lot of these kids like to wear their pants sagging. And I tell them, yo, when you go to this particular place, you should know when you have to pull them pant- those right. pants up. That's right. cold switching, right? Right. Like, and a lot of older people just and like some they people have- just say it's it's dressing appropriately that's, for the circumstance. If you're on the streets, it. it's one thing. If you're at somebody's wedding or funeral, it's yeah. another thing. Now, now my right? thing is, they say, oh, look at these kids. It's the end of the world. Wear their pants. They wear they wear their pants. Were there were were these elders who say this now? Were their parents cool with their afros, platform shoes, and bell bottoms? Were, were their parents cool with the men running around in high heels with bell bottom six silk shirts? Okay, but I, I got to bring it back to the N word because we only have a certain amount of time. Frank, what about that? Uh, I see the wheels turning. I, 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 I was about to address the uh, the platform shoes and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I know that's such a great visual, but let's br- let me bring it back to the N word because we're getting a lot right. of a lot of comments from our viewers. Right. Sharon Reed says, "What is the double standard? Why is there a difference? Why can white people be called whitey or the the c- the c word that there's a double standard? Then and it has not been has well, not been addressed. Well, I mean, there, there is a double standard. There's a double standard with regards to the word. And I first again, first of all, it should be understood. Everyone has a First Amendment right to say this. To you, word. Whatever, you use what absolutely. You have a First and Amendment right to say. And I think everybody right here agrees it. with that. Now, um, I don't really want to hear anybody use the word. I don't. If I don't want to hear white people use it, I don't want to hear my own people use it. I don't want to hear Hispanic people using it. I mean, it's it's really toxic that, that's, to you. It's that's, toxic. Period. To th- you. I don't allow people to use the word in my home. I right. don't allow, allow them to use it in my classroom. Now, that is not to say that the word should not ever be used. I interviewed Charlene Gunter Hart, um, um, who was, was basically, when she interviewed, when she integrated the University of Georgia, she tells people, she wasn't called the word N-word. She was called the word. And when she goes around and, and talks to students, this is what she told me when I interviewed her, um, she has to use the word in some in some cases. So I'm not saying the word should be banned completely. Sometimes you have to say the word. But I do think that... The saturation know, in music. Uh, the saturation in music, I, I just think it, it's... 
I, I don't you like it's it. Too much. Personally, I don't like it. I think it's too much. I don't think it's it's really we. It's not a matter of reclaiming the word or anything like that. It's not a word that I want to claim as as a word that's my culture. Or well, what about, what about that? And then and and then also too, in terms of the way it's used, there was the argument because we've been talking about this. You know, many times on street soldiers, the the N word and, and the history and and this, the current use as well. It was one thing when people would say this is used within the black community, and then it's okay, and then there, it was understood. But now, as the professor said, the music most people and you know this words bit, a, a lot of people are listening to music on apps. They're listening to music uh, streaming services. We play on the radio. We play the clean versions of songs. Yeah. There's no cursing. There's no N words. No any of that. But the song, the the versions that most people, most teens want to listen to, are the dirty versions and the ones that have these have these words in them, especially the N word, because they think that's cool. I think they think it's cool because it's like everybody that's you know, obviously that's not black think it's cool because it's such a provocative word. You know what I mean? Like it's something that you're not supposed to say. Like even when I look at like some of my some of my other friends dish or from other cultures, it's like yo, bro, why are you even comfortable saying that around me? You know what I mean? And it, it it does fall into that double standard to where it's like, like, we know, but we also have really just taken that and just made it powerful. Because I don't think nothing has changed personally in America. I think everything is... is nothing has changed since when? I, don't, I think we made leaps and bounds, obviously, since slavery. But I still feel like it, we're still in poverty. I, I still live in a place where I could go the next train stop and it's a Whole Foods. You know what I mean? But the next train, the next train stop over, somebody's getting killed. You know what I mean? Like so, it's like how much, how much did stuff change? You know what I mean? I live in an area well, where there's a much larger black middle class. There's more, many more black Americans in college. There's a, a lot. There's a been a, there've been a lot of improvements, but there's still problems. That, to be sure, there's still it, problems. There's still racism is something you can't give people a test and say you passed it. Okay, it's over and done with. To be sure, there's problems. We do, we deal with a lot of those in, a, in in our communities as well, and and I report on a lot of them. But in it, it, in terms of progress, I think to say there's been no progress is no, I, no. I can't let you get away with it. I'm not. I'm not saying that there's no progress. No. I'm sorry for even saying that. What I'm saying is, yes, we have made tremendous steps in progress, but I still, I personally still live in the fire. I still live where, where, where they are gentrifying my neighborhood and they are pushing a lot of black people big out. Time. Big time. And East New York is next. That's next on East the list. East New York is already right. underway. Yeah, Pennsylvania like somebody, Avenue, forget about somebody, it. Somebody... Okay, but let, let me... Uh, the gentrification uh, thing is a very important issue, but let, let me bring it back to the N-word because okay. the thing, isn't it just a simple solution to say, okay, we're going to have, as you're saying, you prefer to start ro evolving into another word and then the, and then there's it. no confusion because yeah. people there America is still the vast majority of America is still white so when they see black rappers using the n-word they're like they're I calling themselves that so it's okay for me I to use like a lot of and may not even understand no, there's a difference see, between the, the er they and the know. a 
that it's different. They know that blacks have a problem with white people saying this. And if they want to use that word, let them use it at their own risk. Anybody else (laughs) from another culture who wants to use that word, they should look out for their surroundings because they might catch something coming from around. No, I'm serious. No, I I think a lot of people would agree with you about that because, and and we have seen, we've seen different different artists not use Eminem never used that word, for example. Let me say about the music thing. Um, uh, One of my childhood buddies, Larry Chapman, he works with Dr. Dre, um, and I met Dr. Dre in L.A. um, uh, a year or so ago. And did he give you some headphones? I (laughs) (laughs) I um, I wanted to I wanted to interview Dr. Dre and ask him about the word, but he I was there with my friend, my childhood buddy, and I didn't want so I didn't get a chance to talk with him. Exactly, to, but you know, we talked about other things. But I talked with um, Stat Quo, who was a, a rapper who was there with right. him, and I asked him about the use of the word, and and he said, well, it's it's he does use it in his music, and and he said sometimes it bothers him a little bit when he'd be hearing whites, you know, singing along with the song, or whatever. So I asked him, um, do you do you think you would stop using this? There's no way, <laughs> and I said, why not? And he said, it's a habit. You know, it's 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 just a habit, and like he said, uh, habits are hard to break. And I think that there are a lot of people who who have the word as a habit. Now, I asked you earlier, like could cigarette you, smoking, like cigarette smoking. And I like I asked you earlier. I mean, what whether you could stop? I mean, I've had people tell me that they they don't think they can stop. It's very difficult. It's, and it's like a habit. They're so used to saying it, they can't let it go. And I, what I'm just saying is, let it go. But like, I feel like what he said earlier too. It does take a certain level of reprogramming. Well, you just told me you had willpower. Gentlemen, let's talk about reprogramming. Don't 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 get it twisted. Words, but don't get it twisted. We have to take a break. (laughs) (laughs) Don't get it twisted. I'm Lisa Evers. uh, Street Soldiers. We'll be right back. Hey, yo, yo, yo. What up? What up? It's the infamous Mob Deep Prodigy right here. You know what I mean? And this is Street Soldiers with Lisa Evers. Real issues, real politics. You know what I mean? and real people only on Hot 97. Welcome back to Street Soldiers. I'm your host, Lisa Evers. Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, at Lisa Evers. Our focus this episode, the N-word. Are there new rules about who can use it? Because now we're hearing it and seeing it just about everywhere. That's what we're talking about with our panel. Joining me, Wordspit the Illist. He's a hip-hop artist from East New York, Brooklyn. You've seen him featured in a variety of platforms, from XXL Magazine to America's Got Talent. He's also working on a new project that'll be dropping this spring. Thank you so much for being with us. We appreciate it. Also with us is Hawk Newsom. He's a New York-based community activist and president of Black Lives Matter of Greater New York. And he's currently working on a voter literacy drive called Black Lives Caucus. Hawk, thank you so much for being with us. We appreciate it. Also with us is Frank Harris III. He's a journalism professor at Southern Connecticut State University. He's also a documentary filmmaker. His new film is called Journey to the Bottom of the N-Word. And he's also a columnist for the Hartford Current. Um, Wordspin, I want to start with you on this. When was the first time you ever, were you ever called the N-Word? Or I cannot remember the first, like by somebody else or by like people that I by know? By somebody else in the, the, the N-Word with the E-R. As a slur. Somebody else you mean non-black. Okay, cool. <laughs> Thank you. Um, yeah. But um, I cannot, I, I don't even remember the first time. I just know one of the most recent times probably was like of last summer. And, uh, you know, I'm at my homeboy Mikey's ice cream shop in like Soho and LES and whatnot. And, 
you know, my homeboy, he's like one of my very best friends. He comes up, you know, he's with a group of people. He's like, yo, my, uh, and I'm like, yo, bro, stop. You don't even talk like, you don't even talk to me like that in private. Like, what you, Dude. Like trying to look, do you think he was trying to look cool yeah, or trying to yeah, hurt he you? he was trying to look cool. That's why I kind of didn't. And he was white. That, yeah, He's that's white. why I kind of just, you know, even though I, I, I said that as a reaction, later on I pulled him to the side like, yo, bro, you know we, you know. Let me school you on this. Yeah. Let me, let me you know edit. I mean? But Hawk, what about that? Because that's the other thing too. I mean, your your focus with with your life's work is is, is oppression and, and uplifting the black community. But there's also a thing happening in our popular culture where the coolest stuff is coming out of the black culture. Right on. Like what that's an example of. And whether it's sports, whether it's music, whether it's it's popular entertainment. We are the influencers. We dictate culture. That's that's what we do, specifically here in New York. Uh moving ahead, like I told you, I'd like to see us use words like beloved, king, queen, brother, sister. And the the N word, it's here. I don't think it's going anywhere anytime soon. But let's focus on what makes that word so bad. And that's the establishment. That's the miseducation of our children. That's the failure to provide adequate jobs to our people. That's 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 lack of options, lack of opportunities. Why is that word so bad? It's because it's tied into this oppression that we still suffer. So what about cutting the tie? Those And those issues and those problems people have been working on for a long, long time. But why not cut that tie, at least with the word and with your organization, which is very powerful and very social media savvy, start a campaign, cut the tie, no more N-word. Now, why the, not? The thing is, right? But, what, but we why can, not? We can attack the word. We can attack the word and attack right. our people, but let's fight this oppressive system. That's my enemy. My enemy's not my people. But if you I'm could trying change to unify today or tomorrow, people. Professor, what about I, that? I don't think that by attacking the word, we're attacking black people. I mean, I think that we can address the word and all that surrounds it and saying this is a part of that oppression. Right. That we're calling ourselves that, that we're calling each other that, and we're getting upset when other people do it. So I, I really think that we need to, I mean, again, words are important. It's, they are very important. Now, black people have been known by more names than, than any other group in this country. We've right. been African, we've been black, we've been colored, we've been mulatto, we've been octoroon, we've been the N-word and a whole bunch of other words. And it's always meant this, this sense of identity. One of the things I ask people when I interview people on, on, on the N-word, I would say, how do you define yourself? And would you be okay with it if the N-word were the official name on job applications Whoa. and so forth? Heavy. Heavy. And, and what, what did people say to you when you asked them that? Well, uh, most of the people who were saying that they were for the N-word with the A at the end would say, oh, that's going a bit too far. <laughs> no, um, but on the other hand, I had that's some. I had not some a term of endearment that would become how you identify well, yourself. But 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 that's I've, I've had some people say, well, it's already that way. That we, that's how we do identify ourselves as my whatever. Yeah. So. Um, but you believe words. You believe words matter. I believe. Because you don't see. You don't see in the LGBT community the F word, which is so hated. People going, hey, F. To the to the thing you don't you don't hear women going go th with the H word or the C word for women going hey my but there have been women who call themselves 
you know, bees, and there, and there are other group well, members that, yeah. who, who call themselves As, do do disparaging totally. names Words behind only closed doors. when they apply to black people. Let's get that right. But you can't, but allowed, who is, who is this, who is the this? system. But the system, the system is not anything. the one making, but the system is not the one making the songs. The system is not the one how putting long? the word okay. in people's mouth how that long, they're using. How long will white people control in the record okay. industry? Okay. Let's be realistic here. How long well, will they Hawk, that's not even under dispute. That's not even under dispute. Yeah. That's not okay. even under dispute. You know we talked about that, but I'm bringing, I want I'm talking about 2017. 2017. Nobody is putting that word in people's mouths you know and putting it in putting it in artists mouths and putting it on the platforms and telling them write a song that uses the n-word at least 30 times and you're going to have a with a good beat yeah. and you're going to have a banger if they do it they will they know if they do it they will get paychecks. They will be popping, just but, like they know if they talk about that shooting we were their the people that don't even need record labels anymore. Look at like Chance the Rapper. Okay, that, that professor. Chance the dope. But I'm just yeah. saying, you don't. Yeah. You, you. He doesn't need somebody's permission to make music and create a career. He did it on. He, he did it on his own. Into the music, it was exactly. awesome. Yeah. But, but he how, still uses the N word. Okay, but yeah. okay, but that's and he still uses the B word. But this is what I'm saying. He's not beholden to anybody for his to you know to support his family or to support his life. I think you were saying. You were saying earlier that uh, black people, particularly in New York, are the ones who create the culture yeah. and, and all of the things that are cool. So, um, and LA, there's no and white, so are you not saying that, this, that, that the, the system is responsible for that? You, you can't, you can't have it. Well, you, you said that the system is responsible for a lot of things, but you're, you're saying that black people are responsible for putting out the culture and the things yeah. that are cool. Right. Yeah. So how are we able to do that but not do other things? Okay. Here's so if you're is. oppressed, how are you? I think ah. the question is if you're if you're saying black Americans are oppressed, then how are they also able to create the culture and drive the, what's popular? It's just like when we were on the plantations, we still beat our drums and had our little music thing going on. We were still able to get our, our little groove on. Black people are soulful people. Hawk, people you have, like there's our a, soul. There's a lot more. People you have, like you have, our soul. I understand what you're saying, but I would. Black like Americans I told you, are free. There's a lot of black yeah. millionaires. There's communities where there's communities where the black population is better educated and making more whole, money than the, the than whole. the whites that are there or the other other ethnicities on that the are there. Whole, everybody did better under Barack Obama than black people. We are always last. We vote first. Our needs are, needs are met last. We we, we, we suffer. But Police but treat Hawk, us the Hawk, worst. Hawk, with all like, due respect, answer, can you answer, answer Frank's question? Why if, can't if, we change it? But why not just change what you can change and you can change immediately with a couple, you know, with you your know, thumbs you, right you on the... See, the thing is, you have to work on a solution, but it starts with our elders, people like Frank, really trying to understand the young people. You know what I mean? Like really, he trying. is. He went all over you the country and the world doing it. it. But, but he still speaks documenting from, it. From the, like with this condescension. You're saying he has no. to agree. Oh, oh no! 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 Hawk, absolutely not. Hawk, absolutely not. Like I'm tired of people I don't think talking con- down to our kids. When I get, when there's not a condescension. How is he being? Give me an example. He's not being condescending. Here's what you need to do. I have a problem with it. It's wrong. No, People why isn't he? Listen, uh, just no, first of all, on that's, street that's soldiers, wrong. everyone is entitled to their yeah, own opinion, whether it. we agree or disagree. That's it. He's entitled to his right. opinion, well, and if, and I heard and I heard okay. absolutely nothing from what he said yeah. that was condescending I, in any I, way. I, he disagrees I, with you on certain I, things, I, which I is fine. But, but that it's, that's it. So let's not get personal attacks. It's not. It's not that. But what I'm saying is, he went. He talked to everybody. He talked to a lot of people. Listen to what I'm saying. You guys see the documentary. It's like when you're dealing with kids, 
Mm -hmm. Everybody wants to tell kids they're talking down to these kids. Well, let me finish, bro. Okay, go ahead. Everybody's talking down. Get on the level. Look them eye to eye. You know how many gangbangers, how many kids I talk to and be like, yo, what I got to do to get Black Lives Matter into your head? I don't tell them, here, this is what you need to do. I try to listen to them. Okay. Listen did you not to tell them that? That's exactly okay. what he did. But he went around the he went around the country and around the world talking to people from all different backgrounds, all different generations mm -hmm. about this word. So I think he's doing that. But go ahead, Frank. Well, you don't need again, me, you don't need me to, again, I, I, I'm just trying to be, I, I, be fair. I, I don't feel that I disparage you anymore and you disparage me. We just share different ideas and so forth. Now, I, as I said earlier, I I don't condemn black people for using the word. I, I really would prefer that they do not use the word. And that's just for me from a sense of respect uh, for yourselves and for those who came before you. Now, I, again, as I said in my film, I don't expect that everybody is going to immediately stop saying the word. And that's why I said the film... Is in word we, we don't respect ourselves. No, no. Uh, well, in in my view, I, calling oneself the n word is to me not respectful. That's my view. Okay, that's and my that's view. His opinion. Don't respect. That's themselves. my view. Mm. No, that's, that's my, his. Thank you, brother. No, that's <laughs> his. That's, that's his view. view. Yeah, I understand. That's his view. Well, that's it, offensive. Is it is it condescending it's to you to tell me as an older person that I don't have a right to say that you, what you're doing is disrespectful? But see, the thing is, you don't start a conversation with people by telling them they're disrespecting themselves. You come from a place of love. You come from a place where if you sometimes, really want to oh, try and sometimes, and sometimes when you come from a place of love, you have to be the person who is telling it like Tough it love. is. Yeah. Now, if, if, uh, unfortunately, when, like you, when you say uh, you're talking to children yeah. and you're going to a level, for one thing, that's children. I don't think adults should be at children's level, okay? This is why y'all generation don't relate. This is why nobody listens to y'all. This is why. No, no, no. I no, no I'm a, serious. I'm, and I'm not being disrespectful. What I'm saying is, it's that attitude. What right? A, what it's, it's what, that, what it's attitude? That what attitude, attitude are you talking about? The young people don't know what they're doing. The young people need to listen. The young people are wrong. It's no, that, he's that's saying the he disconnect. I think you're misconstruing what I'm saying here. He's saying that he considers the word disrespectful. He talked to everybody. He talked to people who used it. He even talked to people who used it as a term of hate. So I, I'm, I, I understand what you're saying. You. I don't think that template fits this particular situation yeah, as a host. Okay, words fit. Right, have you have you heard anything that's changed your mind here? <laughs> About I'm throwing this on you because we're coming is, up against the My thing the is this, right? So I'm what's, not, your, what's your advice to everybody who listens to hip hop who may not be African American or who maybe have a light complexion? This is this is my thing. You know what I mean? And I, I, I sat here, you know, hearing everybody. I'm from the city. You know what I mean? And it's an awakening in the culture. In Facebook. On Facebook. Everywhere. You know what I mean? We're not just only just using the N-word, so let's just throw that out the window. We're not just like... Every, we're also using Beloved. We also know what niggas mean. I, I didn't... <laughs> Not, I'm sorry, bro. I didn't know that right, you didn't know. Right. You know yeah. what I mean? We're also using these these terms, these other terms of endearment mixed in with that, you know, beloved and all that. So I don't I don't want people to leave this this segment and just feel like we're just out here. Everything is just every the N-word. Yo, you want popcorn. The N-word. Like, we're just like substituting that with with everything because we but are. Do you think you're going to start using it less? Um, Honestly. 
I, I use Will you a, think twice? I use a wide range of things. It's just something that happens to be one of those slang terms of endearment when I when I greet my my bro. Like, you know what I mean? It's like, yo, my what's up? You know what I mean? But I also I could also recognize the king of my dude. Like I could also recognize but the king of my dude. Now you know you prefer you call him king. Huh? Yeah, and then I right. I'll so call hey, my king. king or my brother. Like yeah, he yeah, is my yeah. brother. I went to Africa. I went to I went to um I went to Johannesburg to perform in Johannesburg. You know what I mean? After I finished performing, light-skinned African kid, it's like, yo, what's good, my in? Son cried because of the colorism in Africa. He cried. Literally, it's like, yo, you recognize me as your brother. Wow. You know what I mean? So it's like, I feel like we took, we, we as black people, Always took ownership. We made soul food. We took that. We we Worst always take. take it, I'm sorry. We always take something and we always make it a positive and we push it forward. All right. I let's say another positive because we're out of time on that. Unfortunately. <laughs> okay. All right. That that definitely is. That's definitely true. And there's so many examples throughout African American history of that happening. So big shout out to everyone that's doing everything positive right. in the community. But I want to thank our panel. Right. Frank, I'll give you one last word, real quick. Uh, <laughs> All I can say is that, for me, I, I prefer to call my brother's brother's brother. Brother. I love you, my brother. My brother. All right? I love you. And we cool. We mm -hmm. may disagree, but you're still my brother. Yeah. Oh, I love that. Okay, we're good with that, right? I'll take it a step further. Like I said, I want to make a move in a positive direction, and I recognize the wisdom in our elders, so I would like to work with you to figure out how we can reach the youth. Oh, that's cool. All right, I love and this. Listen, all right, guys. I, I'm, I'm here for all y'all. I feel so old now. This all right. No, th <laughs> and, th and thank you all for this discussion. All right. I really appreciate it, and I'm, I'm glad everybody, uh, everything, everything's moving forward uh, in a positive yeah. way. Wordsmith, the illest hip-hop artist from East New York, Brooklyn, Hawk Newsom, president of Black Lives Matter of Greater New York and the Black Lives uh, Caucus Voter Literacy Drive and Frank Harris III, journalism professor, Southern Connecticut State University, New Haven documentary filmmaker. And I, I think you should really check this out if you like this discussion. It's called Journey to the Bottom of the N-Word. And he's also a columnist for the Hartford Current. And I want to thank you all very, very much sure. for, for being so open and being so honest about yeah. how you feel and your experiences yeah. on the show. Because I know I learned a lot, and I'm sure our viewers and yeah. listeners did too. So thank you very, very much. Thank Remember, you, use your mind. It's your best weapon. I hope it's your only weapon. I'm Lisa Evers. Let's push for peace.